Um, what are some small but effective ways to drastically improve a minimum budget student film? I know that because I did that. <laughs> student films. Um, cool. So. Um, I didn't have the best camera for my student films, um, aside from my like my my senior thesis where I got to like rent from like my school's fancy stuff. Um, but uh, I use like a Nikon D3200, and I mean it's shot in 1080p, but it's not everyone's fancy Canons, right? So um, what I did, what was nice is that Nikon's actually, um, even though they're like not as sharp they're like great with color and so what I would say small but effective ways is um, try to optimize a lot of your shooting to be during daylight and outside like okay so it's just like um, or buy a window if you're inside so you don't have to rent lights um, personally I never owned any lights until recently, he saw. <laughs> but only until recently because lights are very expensive. Okay, so you have to make the best of what your natural light is, which is the sun. And so um, I took a really advantage of like all my natural daylight. Um, so I made a student film on like urban dance in Germany and I basically oh, did cool. all my interviews outside. Um, that film, I didn't include the interviews, but. Um, I will make another cut later, but it's just like everything's outside and like in daylight and it, it looks beautiful, you know, because it's the daylight and a small but effective way to make it look better is you know how to use your camera, mm -hmm. um, know how to expose um, your your shot well, um, know your shutter speed and what that's supposed to look like, like say in... Um, in Europe, if you know, if you're shooting in Europe, like, and you're shooting indoors, like, you can tell that, like, you're gonna get, like, this weird, like, lines across your screen. That's because, like, the lighting there, like, the electricity is at a different, um, I forgot what it's called, like, gig like gigahertz or something, not gigahertz. It's, like, Hertz. watts. Watts. They're different. Oh. So, like, you have to just be aware of these little things, like, shutter speed, exposure, white balance. Um, super small but effective is like being able to correctly white balance um, in production so that it saves you a lot of time in post and like you don't have to try to save like get all grainy with like coloring because like you white balanced it wrong um, it makes it look a lot more professional and then um, composition honestly being able to compose a shot correctly is what's gonna make your student film look way more professional than it actually is because everyone normally like oh, put on a tripod and make it a wide <laughs> that's it is that, is that, is that really i don't know <laughs> I, was like, I feel like that's such a, like a, you're right maybe like a, i'll give you guys more credit but um <laughs> i'm just kidding like but. a regular person they would just like they assume it's the camera and they just hold it yeah you know like essentially okay well okay so for minimum budget student films also um a lot of people normally get permits to film places but <laughs> If you really can't afford the permit, <laughs> run and gun, basically. You just have to be as natural as possible. <laughs> um, I've, I didn't permit that entire, <laughs> that entire film. Um, because, I mean, a lot of it, I filmed outdoors. I didn't film, like, in a restaurant, or I didn't film, like, in <laughs> public spaces where a lot of people were. Like, oh, like it was just, like, like out in the public space. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
but um, basically, it's just like all the, like, so yeah, light, lighting, knowing how to use your camera, permitting, um, what else? Sound? Sound. Sound. Because <laughs> I'm sure some of you guys are hating on but. But, okay. But you gotta, you gotta work with what you've you got. You gotta work with what you got, yeah. So honestly, I've done a lot of interviews with this. Hello, hello. For one of my films, um, I actually used like a, a lav mic, but um, literally holding it right here and just like as if a microphone. I've done like other stuff like that. Totally works. Looks ghetto, but like it depends on what you're like doing, yeah. right? Um, and, and if you know how to use some of like the clean audio cleanup, you can. I think it'll it looks do well. It sounds completely fine. Yeah. Um, like say, if you've never owned a shotgun mic like me, <laughs> um, yes, very helpful. <laughs> or also, um, like even if you're trying to record like yourself when like you're vlogging, if you have like your earphones and you like have that. Oh, uh, I have something called something. The, the, I have something called the ghetto lavalier mic. I have an old iPhone I don't use. I have a broken headset. I just use uh, uh, a paperclip. I, I use a paperclip. I go under, and it's since it's an iPhone headset, it's white. So sometimes I wear a white shirt. Can't see it. There you go. So, see, when you're poor, you come up with a lot of stuff yeah, to the, do. Yeah, like I, I honestly prefer that mic right now over my love mic <laughs> because. That's um, how it is. Yeah, I like I like I like the sound. But um, yeah, honestly, one more small but effective way um, to like improve a student film is to actually tell a story. Like, honestly, a lot of student films kind of get lost in like all the technical aspects of everything, like making this look really pretty and like investing in lights to make this look extra crazy. Sorry, I totally like just tickled your hand. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, it's just like. Um, what everyone wants to see is a story, like one that actually, like a narrative that actually, like it doesn't, like not necessarily has to like, oh, reach in and inspire you, but like something that like is cohesive and something that is like interesting, preferably original, <laughs> and like just something very engaging, you know, like don't just like go out and just shoot whatever, and like just because it looks good doesn't mean it's gonna be good. Mm -hmm. You know, That's like, so true. if you're shooting a narrative, if you're shooting a documentary, it's like, it's all about those sincere moments, right? So it's just like, you can't be lazy about almost recording all the time and having to go through all that footage. Like, you're, you're gonna have to put in the effort, you know, to, to storytell and editing. So it's just like, small but effective ways to remove <laughs> your student film. Bing! There we go. Um, yeah, I think one of my favorite tips that I ever, ever got in terms of filming is like show don't tell. Yeah. So, um, I think that's like the main thing. Uh, and for me when I'm editing, the, I always have like after after my select reel and I do have to do my rough pass, I go through like, I after my first rough pass I take two hours off or a day off and then I watch it again. Uh, the main thing I'm always looking for is like what can I remove that makes the story uh, more succinct. Yeah. Uh, because you're, if you're like, I vlog a lot, and I have to like always look for a lot of 
footage that actually matters. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a lot of good shots that I loved that were, I thought were great, but just didn't contribute to the story. So I just, you know. You to, yeah. What I learned in documentary filmmaking is like you have to kill your babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Like you're like, oh, that's a great shot, but like with what you ended up going with with your storyline, like, you, and it doesn't make sense. Like, scrap it. Yeah. Use it for something else. <laughs> sell, it, sell it as stock footage. Yeah. Make some money off it. Like, I mean, send it on Pond5 or video blocks. Make some extra cash off Yeah. So, uh, that is it for today's episode of BP. Ask Vision Paradox Answers Your Questions While We Do Stuff, aka hashtag BPPL. What we've been doing for in the meetings. Because you don't have to do the, the weekly meetings. We yeah, do yeah, yeah. I've been doing this. <laughs> Vision Paradox forever. It was originally. It was originally me just being stupid, but it became a thing with the team meetings. So, um, uh, hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys got any questions, leave it in the comment section down below. Um, uh, yeah, we, lo we love hearing from you guys. We love he uh, all your questions. We love sharing our knowledge at random places like this wonderful restaurant in, in next to USC. VP. <laughs> so, that's it. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification so you guys are getting notifications bing, bing. of when these videos are coming out. This is tripping you guys out. All right, see you guys later. Uh, boom. Bye. <laughs>